Hello everyone, welcome to Birdcast, the only podcast recorded inside a live aviary. Before we start today's episode, as you may know, we have delayed this episode. One of the reasons we have done this is uh, to show solidarity with the Ukrainian people. We do have a lot of listeners that are from Ukraine, and we just want to show respect to the bird keepers and people who are going through this hardship. Now, we have Birdman Dad back with us today. Alright, Birdman Dad, take it away. Hi everyone, how you going? Okay, what I thought I'd talk about today was a couple things. Now that we're, with a bit of luck, nearing the end of summer, I hope, and as in some of our previous podcasts... Um, I've certainly mentioned how hot it is and it's been no exception again this week but it, but we can see a light at the end of the tunnel the temperatures are going to start to come down so what I thought we'd have a talk about was what we're about to do now that once the weather cools off I've noticed this afternoon um, amazingly we had a short shower of rain something that we've not seen much of at all this summer if not only twice um, and immediately it kicks the birds in. So with the finches, they start, I've just noticed lesser red bows flying with grass. So they're sensing straight away, well, you know, cooler weather, it's time to breed. So there's a few things I think that we normally do here over the next few weeks, providing the weather does start to cool down so that you can be working in the aviaries. Obviously, we go in, you know, fairly early in the mornings. If it's, you know, by... 9, 10 o'clock in the morning if it's going to be hot you, you can't really be in aviaries with birds flying around because um, they they uh, they certainly don't like it they like to get out of the way of the, the hot sun but anyway because I've noticed the bird carrying the grass I thought well something I haven't probably done for a couple seasons now is your nesting material I think when you're breeding birds well I know in my case I know it's not a not a good thing that I do but I know I do it if I see everything's breeding well and everyone's happy I tend not to go near the nest sites so what I think um, needs to happen is you need to remove all your nests so we in our Birdman Dad videos years ago we would make round cylinders and obviously put you know native shrubs in there and then let the birds would go in we still have a lot of them in our aviaries but I've also gone to a square, uh, like a um, 40 mil square mesh type cylinder now, and it's about uh, 700 millimetres long and about 300 millimetres square. So, and the reason being is most of our aviaries, even though sometimes I do regret it, is made out of steel. But with flat tubing, I can I put a couple tech screws up and then just hang them off the tech screws and and it's fine like they don't they don't fall down or anything like that you normally put a decent couple big washers up and uh, the, and they'll just ha sit there and yeah, you've got no worry about them falling down so I think it's time to go through I'll remove all of them I also do have brush in there as well but that certainly needs to be replaced so I normally get all the baskets down You'll see it on a lot of the um, finch sites with a lot of the breeders are doing it now. So remove all your, all your, all your baskets, what, all your little nest boxes, whatever. If it hasn't been done in the last 
A lot of people do it every 12 months and it's a good habit to get into, but like I said, I, I haven't been doing that basically because of what I said. If I, I see birds are breeding freely, I don't like to go and interfere, but at some stage you have to do it. So it's remove all the baskets down, pull them all out, and you'll notice sometimes you'll get, you know, odd cockroach or, or um, spiders or something like that. Uh, which now this time of the year needs to be maintained. So we will normally replace, pull all the old shrub out, give them a bit of a hose down, repack them with your shrub and a little bit of your of your swamp grass in there as well. Not a lot because most finches will build their own. And then some people will actually give it a spray of Coupex, which the Coupex you can be picked up at the local hardware. Doesn't seem to worry the birds at all, and that just <clears throat> helps with any. Um, you know, spiders, cockroaches, things like that that might um, might arrive. So, so that's that's one thing that really needs to happen. You need to probably go through, start removing and replacing. Check all your nest boxes. Uh, give them all a bit of a clean out, because what you want to do is you want to be offering your birds uh, the cleanest you know possible house you can give them to breed in. So that's that that's definitely a must. The other thing a lot of breeders will start doing now, because we've had obviously the, the hottest couple months on record over here in WA, the, the seed, the panic grass, is, you know, providing it's watered, has gone berserk over here. So what a lot of people are doing is starting to harvest their panic grass. Like, we're lucky. We've got it in aviaries and the birds absolutely love it. And I'm, I'm a big, firm believer of feeding birds as much natural grass as you can. Finches and our neophemas absolutely love it. But they are starting to store it, so they'll, they'll cut it while, while they're, uh, it's flowering and they're getting plenty of seed on. They will cut half a weekly feed and put it in bags and start to freeze it so that you've got something later on in the, in once the cold winter months get here. Because that's obviously, for some reason, birds will breed, tend to breed all year round, even, even in these hot days, but obviously it's not advisable, but... More so when the weather gets cool and then you're, you're struggling to give them grass. That's another good trick is to, you know, cut all your grasses, make sure you give it a bit of a hose off before it goes in and then obviously when it comes back out and you're thawing it out, get, just give it a bit of a rinse off just to make sure that everything's um, okay. So they're things that they need to go through. Make, make sure all your perches and, and, and all things like that, it's generally, I guess, like maintenance time now, come the end of summertime, you want to make sure everything's right so that uh, when the birds uh, do come into breeding condition, they're all ready to go. So the last thing you want, I guess, is um, once the birds have started building a nest, decide, oh, gee, I've got to do that. So it's better to get into it earlier than later, I think. So, yeah, there's uh, a couple things there that I know I need to do over the next week or so. I had already started. We got a, uh, a couple weeks or maybe three weeks ago, a little cooler weather and I did do one of the aviaries and I noticed straight away the birds were going to it when the when we had a couple cooler days they would go and inspect and in actual fact I think we had a pair of blue caps that decided they would build quite quickly so yeah there's just a few things that um, you know you need to keep up with and once the hot weather's gone I know not everyone worms their birds we tend to do it because we have overhead sprayers and things like that I, I, I do worry that our, the birds may get worms. Uh, you know, we've never had it happen, touch wood, but 
I also think once the weather's broken and the cooler the cooler days are here, it's a, probably a good do- idea to get in and w- worm the birds. And we will put up some uh, some pictures of some of the uh, worming products we use. We, we, we get ours, obviously, from a local vet. You probably can get them from your local bird shop. We tend to rotate, don't give them the same thing all the time. And just another thing, because... They will, have, they will have come out of a pretty stressful, or especially over here, a couple few, you know, a few months, two or three months. Um, on the east coast, I know they've been lucky and have been getting the rains and they're well and truly kicked off, I think, into, in, into breeding season. And, and I do hear and, and see that there's, you know, good numbers of birds being bred already, which is great. So, but I, I know we're definitely a long way behind that over here in, in WA, over in Perth. So, but... Yeah, there are just a few things um, that I think if, if you can and you've got time. And, and by doing that, it also gives you a chance. And we've not been able to do it as much in the last couple of months as you're in the aviaries. So you can see if there's any sign of any rodents, for example. You know, all around our block, we've, we've tried to put deterrence there for the, for the mice and things like that. So, um, and, and you're amongst your birds, so you can see and keep an eye on the birds and, and see who's happy, who's not happy. If You know, things, if a bird doesn't quite look right, because I know when it's definitely hot, you, you, well, we tend not to go near them, obviously, until this time of the afternoon. Like I say, we just had a shower of rain. I've definitely got another couple lesser red bells carrying grass, so I think they're all waiting for this hot weather like me to disappear, so then they can uh, possibly get on with uh, doing what they uh, like to do and that's build nests and obviously breed babies. So, yeah, so anyway, I just thought there's a couple things there. <laughs> See how you go. All right. Okay, then. Bye. All right, everyone. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. All the photos and everything discussed about will be on the Facebook page. We also have an Instagram, birdman underscore dad. Alright everyone, I'd like to thank you for listening. Bye now.